Psalms 139. Thank you, Lord. Verses 13 and 14. Amen. Everybody there? Yes. Reading from the English Standard Version reads as follows. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Verse 14. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully Man, wonderful are your works. My soul knows it well. Yes. Grass withers in the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. You may have your seats. Want to use for thought on this morning? You matter. You matter. Come here, JJ. <coughs> Tell me what this is. It's a five dollar bill. You want this five dollar bill? Get it. Get it. Yes. Yes. What about now? What about now? What about now? Why do you want it? Because it's five dollars. <laughs> it's still five dollars, right? Even though it's been stumped on, it's been crumbled, it's been bruised, you still want it. Because it's five dollars. Did the value change? Yes, beautiful. Yes, now. Amen. Come here, Warren. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> 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 you want this envelope? <laughs> <laughs> you want this envelope? <laughs> what about now? Do you want it? <laughs> you want it now? <laughs> Why not? Because why? <laughs> I ain't got no value. <laughs> it ain't got no value? <laughs> Open it. <laughs> oh, I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> outside Come on, man. and never look into the inside. Value talk. was easily seen when it was open. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the value of money. Uh-huh. But what about when it's placed on the inside of something that doesn't realize what it was created for? See, the envelope was created for something to be placed inside of it. But we always see the outside. All right, But we always miss what's on the inside. How many people, every time they look in the mirror, they miss 
what God is doing on the inside of their life. Every time you get a check, it comes in an envelope. And you look at who sends you that piece of mail. All right, And if it's your employer, you open it quickly. Why? Because you know payday is coming. But how many of us miss the address that our lives have on it? All right. How many of us miss what God has created in us and feel as though we don't matter at all because our value is not easily seen on the inside? All right, don't, don't. These are the words that David writes when David has an epiphany about his relationship with God. Uh-huh. David has walked with God, has talked with God. David's even done some things wrong in his life, but yet he still knows that God is still real. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. At this moment in his life, he's getting ready to exit the scene, but David has an epiphany. It's amazing after you go through some things in life, that is when you are able to reflect and think about what has happened. All right, John. As things are going on, we can't really see it, but David is getting old in his age. Uh-huh. He's getting ready to exit the scene and has this epiphany about God. Uh-huh. He says, for you have formed my inward parts. Yeah, yeah. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Put this into perspective. That when God thought about the work that needed to be done in the kingdom, he thought about creating you. Somebody missed that whole thing. That God had work to do in his kingdom and in his plan. And he thought about creating you to fulfill it. All right. right. Amen. Put everything that you needed here. Put it aside specifically for you to create you. Your thoughts. Your actions. Your personality. Who you were created to be. God put that specifically in you uh-huh. because you would use those things uh-huh. to transform the kingdom. Thank you, Lord. All right. All right, 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 right. Thank you, Lord. You would use those things to be an impact in somebody's life. Right. You would be able to do things that other people could not because of what God has placed in you. Right. Uh-huh. <clears throat> For my inward parts in my mother's womb. Uh-huh. Translation means that he weaves them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which says, God said, I'm giving you this, 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 and this. But I need an incubation chamber to put it all together. All right, don't, don't. See, if you're going to make a cake or make some bread, you have to put it in the oven. Because there is something that happens inside this that allows it to become what it is. All right. If you just had all these ingredients, Individually, uh-huh. eating eggs by themselves is probably not going to be a good thing. All right. Eating the flour and the butter by themselves is not going to be a good thing. Uh-huh. You have to put them together. You have to mix them. You have to weave those things together right. and put it in a place where it can do something and combine its states. Uh-huh. All right. Amen. Right, right. 
David says, when I think about what God has placed in me, he formed me in my mother's womb and made me what I am. That when I look at myself and realize what God has done in my life, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Look, in spite of all of his flaws, in spite of everything that's going wrong in his life, in spite of all the mistakes that he made, he still says that he is fearfully and wonderfully made. Which means God did something in him. Yeah, yeah. That only God could do. Right. Come on now. Amen. God allowed David to experience some things that only a God would allow him to go through. Yeah, yeah. God, David was able to conquer some victories that only God would allow him to do. That he was fearfully and wonderfully made for each and every step of his life. All right, talk to everybody. And he praises God for the way that he made him. Because at the end of David's life, David realized that he mattered to God. Somebody may be here today and think that they don't matter to anybody. But David lets us know that we matter to God. We matter to God. God cares about us because everything that we do impacts his business. Every life that we encounter, oh, yeah. that's God's work. Hallelujah. Every step that we take, that's God's work. Uh-huh. Every hand that we shake, that's God's work. Every person we say hello to, that's God's work. You matter to God. But you say, Pastor, how do I know that I matter to God? It's right there in the text if you read all in 139. The first reason you know that you matter is because God knows you. All right. Yeah, very well. Because God knows you. It's right there in the first six verses of 139. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hands on me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's high. And I cannot obtain it. All right. David's relationship with God is an interesting one. Uh Because David is a king. Uh Nobody is able to look into a king's life. All right. The subjects don't even know what the king is doing. But there is somebody that even the king has to answer to. All right. right. And David has to answer to God. Right. Yeah, yeah. For David to acknowledge right there that you have searched me, mm-hmm. he acknowledges that God does something in him uh-huh. that nobody else is able to do. Uh-huh. All right, 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 God, you have searched me. Uh-huh. I mean to investigate. Uh-huh. Right. Some of us don't like it when folks investigate. <laughs> because investigation requires you to dig in through some stuff that you don't want no people involved in. Matter of fact, when the police do an investigation, they got these little markers like the little tents at Waterbury. And they just sit them right next to the evidence to make sure that everything is wrong. 
Some of us don't want that in our life because it points out everything. All right. That's in our place. Uh Whether it be good, bad, happy, or sad, it's there. And God searches all of that. All right, God, you have searched me, but then you know me. God's done all the looking, he's done all the searching. He's not looked at the outside, but he's also looked at the inside. And says that I know you. I know the real you. I don't just know the know the you that you portray on Sundays and on Wednesdays. All right, come on now. I don't know just the you that when you show up around church folks. Come on. I know the you behind closed doors. I know the you that thinks the stuff that you probably should not be thinking about. I know the you that goes to places that you probably should not be going. I know everything about you. He knows your good and your bad. He knows your happy and your sad. He knows your sin and he knows the things that you've done right. God knows it. Because he searched. Why does God have the privilege Uh of searching us? Because the Creator reserves the right to do whatever he needs to to his creation. See, once something is created, that does not mean that it stops there. The Creator looks at it and sees, how can I make this better? That should be your shout right there. That when God created you, Uh he realized that a sin nature would eventually take over your life. Uh And he began searching you. Uh He begins to investigate your mind, your heart, your spirit, every aspect of who you are, Uh and says, what do I need to do to make them better? All right, John. Searches us. He knows us. Uh He knows when we sit down. And when we rise up, uh-huh. God knows when I do this, and when I do that. Oh yeah! But He also knows when I what I do when I do this. Right, And He also knows when I get up, uh-huh. which is not just a matter of you sitting down yeah. and getting up. Uh-huh. God also knows the time that you oh, sit yeah. down. Uh-huh. Come on now. Yeah. He knows the time that you get up. He knows the time that you spend doing some stuff in your life. All right, amen, amen. God knows when you do this. All right. But he also knows when you do this. God knows every aspect of when we get up and do stuff and when we stop doing stuff. All right, God knows each and every one of those. He knows our thoughts when we sit down. He knows why we don't want to do his work. All right. All right, David. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He also knows why we want to do his work. Uh-huh. All right, amen. He knows the amount of time that we want to spend doing his stuff. Yeah, yeah, come on. David, even though he is a man after God's own heart, there were times in David's life when David didn't want nothing to do with God, even though he knew what was right. All right, 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 right. Amen. Uh-huh. 
David acknowledges that in his later years. That God knows when I sit down and when I get up. Yeah, yeah. He knows my path and my line now. I was like, well, what does that have to do with anything? He just said he knows my sitting up and my getting down. Why do I know my path and my line now? Well, y'all, this path is something different. Okay. Because God knows our presence. He knows our activities. He knows what we think about. He knows what we do in private. And he knows how we move. David is a leader of an army. For him to know paths, that's important. Why? Because soldiers have a path they have to patrol. All right, come on now, talk. And if there's an area that you have to patrol, the enemy would figure out how you walk. All right, amen. Come on now. The enemy would figure out paths. Because that would be their way to attack you. All right, talk right, and welcome. Amen. The enemy knows I tell go down the street and take a right every yeah. single day yeah. in order to go to work. All right. Don't you think the enemy would be waiting at the end of the block? All right, yeah, right amen. Right, right. Because God knows what you do. Oh yeah. He is able to keep some things from your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. He is able to keep watch of what you do when people are watching you. Yeah, yeah. But also in that line down. Um, when folks aren't watching you. Oh, amen. Come on now. Thank you. Amen. See, everybody wants well, God lead my steps. Order my steps. Lord, lead God directly in the way that you would have me to go. Yeah. But no, nobody's saying, Lord, help me when I'm not in front of folks. All right. Come on now. Amen. Nobody's saying, Lord, help me. Pray stronger. All right. Lord, help me fight these urges that I may be having in my life. Right, All right. Right, right. Nobody's saying those things, but David is letting us know with his relationship with God that God knows how he walks. Oh, yeah. God also knows what he does when he sleeps. Amen. Right, 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 right. Amen. He knows what he does behind closed doors. Uh-huh. Which makes that next part even more special. He says, You're acquainted with all my ways. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. You're acquainted with all my ways. All of them? All of them, all of them? Not just the good ones? You know my bad ways. You know my cussing ways. You know my gossiping ways. You know my start mess ways. You know my fighting ways. You know my cutting ways. You know all the bad habits that I got. Uh-huh. You're acquainted with all of them. Uh-huh. For someone after God's own heart to admit that God is acquainted with your ways uh-huh. means that you have put all of those ways before God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And this is where some of us are Thank afraid. You, Jesus. Because we think that if I put my bad ways in front of God, uh-huh. that I won't matter to God anymore. Uh-huh. Come on now, talk. Uh-huh. But that's when you matter more oh, to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is how he extends grace. That is how he extends mercy. That is how his love is made manifested in our lives. When we put it all before God. You're familiar with everything. Nothing is hidden from you. And nothing is surprising to God. 
He don't misunderstand anything in your life because he sees it all. Right. Uh-huh. Now, if somebody were to catch you at the wrong spot at the wrong time, yes, they would automatically say you were doing something wrong. Uh-huh. But it could be that your tire just happened to have a flat in front of the wrong right. place right. Right. at the wrong time. Right. And somebody's taking pictures. Uh-huh. That would be a misunderstanding. Right. But since God knows your heart, God knows your mind, God knows everything that's going on with your life, uh-huh. there is no misunderstanding. With him. All right. right. Amen. And that should make us excited. Oh, yes. Because God knows everything about our life. Amen. He knows where we fall short. So that he could compensate for our shortcomings. You know my words. You know my words? All of them? God knows everything. Before we even say it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Since God knows our thoughts and God knows our hearts, He knows the words before we even form them to come out of our mouth. And some of us might be in trouble because of that. Oh, yeah. Because God knows our words. You matter enough to God. And he knows the thoughts that you're about to say about that person that you don't like. Oh, come on now. Before you <laughs> Amen. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Form it to speak. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God knows that much about you. Yes, Y'all, this is the good part right here. Next part says, you hear me in, behind, and before. Yes. So you, God knows everything. To now being everywhere. All right. Being everywhere. He knows your thoughts. He knows your actions. He knows your past. Now, God has hemmed you in. Uh-huh. In the front. On the sides. Yeah. In the back. Uh-huh. All right. Come on. That's Listen to this, y'all. Behind us, there is God. Mm. Recording our sins. <laughs> so that grace can block out what just happened. That should have been yourself right there. God is walking behind us. That every wrong step that we have made, he's making a checklist of what grace has got to come. This is why you ought to be glad that God knows you. Because every last one of us has made some missteps. Every single one of us has done something bad. But with every step, there's an eraser as if that never existed. That's But he's not only behind us. But he's also in front of us. Which means that God already knew our deeds. He already knew what we were about to do. But he also knows what we need before we get there. God goes before us knowing that we will potentially do some things. But he also knows that if we're going to do what's right, uh-huh. He provides some things for us uh-huh. 
before we get there. Amen. Right, 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 right. Amen. Yeah. I like you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. You ever walked in the house and dinner yes. was already on the table for uh-huh. you? That was somebody thinking about you. Right, right. Because they knew that you probably had a long day and didn't want to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And all you had to do was go in uh-huh. and sit down. Uh-huh. That's what God does in our life. Yeah, right. He prepares some things for us uh-huh. because he knows that when you get to this spot in your life, uh-huh. I'm already going to have some things work out for uh-huh. you so that you can uh-huh. just walk in. You hear me in? Yeah. On the sides, in front, in the back, and you lay your hands on me. You hear me in so that you can lay your hands on me. David is a man that had to run in his life. David was a man that was surrounded. Uh-huh. By enemies. Uh-huh. And when David was surrounded, he was somehow able to make it out. Most of the time, when your enemies have you surrounded, it is not to let you go, it is to take you out. David says, But Lord, when you surround me, I'm needing you to bless me. And I've seen it. Happened in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That David should have been killed several times. Yes. Uh-huh. While the enemies had him surrounded, God blessed him. Thank God you, God. Lord. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Lord. This is going to make you shout. If this is going to make you shout, I don't know what's going to make you shout. That means you just ain't had no experience with God in your life. Look, for God to lay his hands on you. Uh-huh. Is for God to make us acceptable to Him. Look, here's why. For Him to rule us. For Him to lead us. For Him to uphold us. For Him to protect us. For Him to restore us. In our growth, in our walk, in our failures, in our afflictions, in our troubles. That's why we need God to lay His hands on us. So that God can meet us in every single spot of our life. God, don't just work on me in the good areas of my life. Take that bad stuff and clean it up and work for you. Such knowledge of this. Yes, yes. When I thought about this, it just blew my mind. Yeah. It was wonderful to me that somebody thought about me. This much. I can't even imagine that somebody loves me just like that. Thank you, Lord. That I matter to somebody so much that they are so much involved in my life. Uh Thank you, Jesus. Somebody's here today and thinks that nobody is thinking about them, but there's somebody that sits high and looks low. That is thinking about you. You matter because God knows you. But you also matter because God is with you. Right here in the text, verses 7 through 12. Where should I go from your spirit? Or where should I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, 
You are there. If I make my bed in Shoal, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the othermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me. Your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not too dark for you. The night is bright as the day, for the darkness is as light with you. All right, come on now. Where shall I go? From your spirit. All right, come on. Where shall I flee from your presence? Thank you. If I wanted to do something wrong, Lord, where could I run from your spirit? All right, y'all. If I wanted to do something that's contrary to your will, Lord, I couldn't even flee your presence. Uh -huh. right, right, right. But there's some good stuff in that. Yeah, because yeah. God knows where you're at with his spirit and with his presence. All right, 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 right. There right, is yeah. nowhere that you can run from God. Uh -huh. You can't no. try to win a game of hide and go seek with God. Because no. think about how many times you were hid from him because you did not want to hear what he had to say. All right, all right. All right. Amen. How long did you hide from the church because you didn't want to walk in the doors because you were afraid that your sin would be exposed before God? All right, come on now. Time for walking. How long did you hide from praying because you didn't want God to know how wretched you are? Oh. There's no place that you can hide from God. Yes. Right, right. That's how much you matter to him that every step that you take, every move that you make, Every place you try to run and hide to, yes. God knows them all. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. That's whether it be in heaven or in show. You know where I'm at. Oh, yeah. Whether I'm up high yes. or I'm down low, yes. Lord, you're there. Uh -huh. Lord, whether it be glory or whether it be me, be me going through hell, Amen. Lord, you are there right, right. with me. Whether it be on the mountaintop or the valley low, God, you are there. Right. Uh -huh. If I had the wings of the morning, oh, yeah. Lord, you're there. Uh -huh. If I dwell in the sea, yeah. Lord, you're there. Uh -huh. But look at what David says in both of these positions. He says, your hand guides me and your right hand holds me. Right, right, uh -huh. right. Wait a minute. If I'm flying in the air, <laughs> how can somebody hold me and guide me at the same time? That's an awesome feat to know that even when it seems like it's impossible for someone to be with me, someone is right there with me. If I dwell in the sea, if I'm down here and blowing bubbles trying to breathe through my nose, there is somebody that's guiding me through the low points of my life and is still holding me together. God will be with you right where you are. I say, surely the darkness will cover me. And the light of night will be about me. God even knows that when I think that nobody is watching what I do, he's still there. And he can see everything. Just as if it was the light. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Thank you, Lord. God can see us right where we are. 
and meet us right where we need to be. Yes, right, right. Yes, Even when you have the dark spots in your life. Yes. And you think that nobody else is there with you. Come on now. God is there. Amen. Praise God. You matter to God because he knows you. You matter to God because he is with you. All right. And the last thing that I'm going to leave you about, leave you with this bitch. You matter because God thinks about you. Hallelujah. Thank you. You matter because God thinks about you. Verses 17 and 18, he says, how precious to me are your thoughts. Oh God, how vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the same. I awake and I am still with you. How precious are your thoughts, oh God. How vast is the sum of them. He is not alarmed that God knows so much about him. But instead he is comforted. Right. That God knows so much about right, right. He is not in shock as if God was the FBI or the CIA spying on him unknowingly. He is glad that he has somebody looking out for him when he cannot look out for himself. David is excited about that. Check this out. Since God knows everything and he thinks about us, look at what God thinks about us. Thinks about our pardon. Because I know you've already done wrong. Thinks about our renewal. Which means I'm going to make you right after all the things you have done wrong. I'm going to think about upholding you. Which means that you don't have to stand on your own. You have to lean on me. He's thinking about supplying us. Which means the things that we lack. God is already working to put it in our hands. He's working on educating us. God is teaching us some things that we need to learn to run this race. And he's perfecting us to make sure that all the rough edges become smooth. All of your flaws can be made perfect. He's thinking about all those things in your life and a plethora of other things. That God is doing. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because of who we are and what we've done. Yes, God should have turned his back on us and we should not have even been a thought in his mind. Thank right. you, but because right. he loves us, yes, right. he thinks uh-huh. about us. I don't deserve to be a thought yeah. on God's mind. Uh-huh. I don't deserve to run across his mind. Yeah. Uh-huh. But because he knows me, because he thinks about me, because he's with me, I'm still on God's mind enough that he's willing to do stuff for me that I don't If I could count them, they were more than the same. I'm awake and I'm still with you. God, if I was able to count all the things that you've done for me in my life. Yeah. It would be like the grains of sand on the oh, Thank you, Lord. I couldn't even count. Yes. There is no way imaginable for me to be able to realize how much God thinks about me. Amen. Praise God. God thinks about me enough for that. 
that it compares it to the grains of sand. Uh-huh. It exists not just on the beach. Yes, Lord. Yes, in the world. Thank you, Lord. That I'm always on God's mind. Oh, yeah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You matter so much to God. But you can't even count them. Yes, Lord. How much you mean to God. If that's not enough to realize how much you mean to God, think about this. That somebody gave you their most valuable possession. Come on now. So that you could have an opportunity at new life. Oh, hallelujah. If somebody lived in a million dollar mansion and sold it and gave all the money to you so that you could have a chance at life. All right. You would be grateful for that, wouldn't you? Right, right. That's what God did with his son Jesus. Right. He gave up his most valuable possession, his son, Amen. so that we could pay the sin debt that we owe. Because there was nothing that we had that we would be able to pay off that debt of sin. So he sent Jesus to be the ransom for our sin. So that we could have life everlasting. Yes, Lord. Thank you. He sent Jesus to die on a cross. Right, right. So that we could have everlasting uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. Amen. We mattered enough that he was able to put nails in his hands for us. Right, amen. Put nails in his feet for us. Uh-huh. Put a crown of thorns on his head for us. Uh-huh. He was wounded for our transgressions. Oh, 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 the chastisement of his feet was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. You don't do that for just anybody. You do that for somebody. I'm glad that God thought that I was a somebody to send somebody else to die on the cross for me. And when he went to the cross, he turned his back on his son. So he did not have to turn his back on me. That should be your shouting moment right there. Because folks turn their backs on you every single day of their life. Some of them won't even pick up the phone to call you. But God turned his back on Jesus so that he didn't have to turn his back on us. You matter to God just that much. But he did not stop there. He said, Father, it's finished. And he gave up the ghost. Which means he died so that you didn't have to die. You matter so much. That somebody gave their life for you. But he did not stop at death. He went up and resurrected on the third day. So the sin that we were in died. But life came up because we mattered to God. Regardless of what is going on in your life, regardless of how bad you look, we live in a time where everything matters. All right, come on. Black lives matter, blue lives matter, all lives matter. 
Look, if you exist, yes, Lord, yes, you matter to God. Hallelujah. You don't have to put no color in you yes. belong to God. Right. You yes. matter to God. Yeah, uh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Regardless if you vote Democrat, Republican, uh, Independent, it yes. does not matter. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. You matter oh, yes. to God. Hallelujah. There are too many people that exist in the world today uh -huh. that feel as though their life does not matter. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. They are ready to do some things. Uh -huh. To ease the pain in life. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing the pain that it would cause everybody else. Uh, right, right, right. Amen. Right. Day after day after day, mm. people are making decisions because they think that their life does not matter. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. But there is somebody who is waiting on you because your life matters. Thank uh -huh. you, Jesus. Revelation lets us know, behold, I stand at the door and he, you matter so much that he knows your address and is knocking on the door, waiting on you to answer. Thank you, Master. Some folks don't answer because they think he's a Jehovah's Witness or a bill collector. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is behind that door is somebody waiting for you. Somebody waiting on you to give their, your life to him. Because even if you think that your life does not matter, he realizes that it matters. Yes, yes. Amen. Why? Because he created you. Right. There's something specific to do. Thank you, Lord. And every step you take, every move you make, everything that you do. Thank you, It matters to the king. Amen. If you're here today. Amen. And you feel like your life is not right. Hallelujah. If you feel like the things Amen. that are going on in your life is just too much for you to, hmm. there is a God yes, who sits high and listens and is ready to meet every single one of your needs. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, Lord.